The answer to that question, of course, depends on what you think an ideology is. Uh, I would argue that Putinism is an ideology. Uh, it has a, a political philosophy. It has an economic policy. It has a theory of history. Uh, it has an explanation of the legitimacy of, of the regime and of its ruler. And it, 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 has, it, it, it attempts to bring people into that system. Uh, there's a separate argument about whether it works, but certainly it attempts to be a coherent ideology. Um, as I said, it has several pieces. Uh, there is certainly, Putin has created a historical narrative, both about the history of Russia and about his own, uh, his own how he came to power and, and why he deserves to rule. In the history of Russia, he has, he has rehabilitated particular moments and particular topics in Russian history. Um, he's in particular has been interested in the year 1945. He has created an annual celebration of the end of the war. He has brought back the singing of Soviet songs and Soviet flags at that time. Um, he's, he's conducted a kind of historical discourse with some of Russia's neighbors about the year 1945, whether it was a liberation as he remembers or whether it was an occupation as they remember. So he's, that, that's a piece of it. The other part of his story of history is his explanation of what happened to Russia since 1989. And in extremely shortened version of this is that he believes, in essence, 1989 and 1990 were a disaster. The collapse of the Soviet Union was a catastrophe. Russia enjoyed or experienced 10 years of chaos. And it was really only when he returned to power and when he um, re-centralized the state uh, that he was able to uh, reassert, bring back stability and, 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 and re bring back authority to Russia. So in that sense, um, in, in that sense, he tells a historical story about himself and therefore why he is, is the legitimate ruler of Russia. Uh, in addition to that, he's created a political theory and a political system, which has, is usually best described as managed democracy. So the Russians stage elections, they pay enormous amount of attention to them, there is television coverage of them, but there is never any doubt who's going to win. So he's created not only a, uh, he, he, you know, he, he, he or his, in one, in his, his uh, substitute Medvedev run for office, and they have opponents, but the opponents have been created by them, and it's known in advance that the opponents won't win. Uh, this too is is important. He, he could, of course, not hold these elections, but he chooses to hold them because, again, they fit into a story he wants to tell about Russia. You know, Russia is a democracy, but it's a different kind of democracy. And it's a democracy where the outcomes can be manipulated and where um, the, the 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 result is known in advance. And that, but this is also very important to him because it's part of his legitimacy. I am elected. The Russian people vote for me, um, and therefore I deserve to remain in power. So that's that's. That's the political piece of it. And finally, there's an economic piece to Putinism. So finally, there is an economic piece of Putinism. And it's a, it's a, it's a description, both a, both a uh, it's very self-serving, I suppose, is, is the way to put it. Um, it that Putin took control over what had been fairly independent oligarchs, what had been people with a great deal, people who made a lot of money in the Yeltsin period. And he ensured that they were loyal to him and that they weren't going to create political opposition to him, and they weren't going to do deals that he didn't know about it and couldn't control. And the, the, first, the, the, the first step in taking over the, the, the oligarchs and their system was his destruction of 
the company Yukos, the, uh, which was run by the oligarch uh, Mikhail Khodorkovsky. Uh, and the destruction of Yukos and the reabsorption of it into a company owned by one of Putin's henchmen was really the first step in asserting his control over the oil and gas, natural resources, and other big money-making um, uh, organizations in Russia. Um, in essence, Putinism, you know, the, the, the large money-makers are under his control, and in exchange, what he does is he makes sure ordinary people have their salaries paid on time. And so there is a um, there is a you know there's an argument that that you're you're getting your salaries paid you know the, the the street cars are running things are ticking over things are going on as they should and the fact that um, one small group of people has become enormously rich doesn't affect most people and the, the the size of his own wealth and of the wealth of people around him is kept secret at least as much as is possible so he 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 he's, keeps very close control over the over the economy um, again if you call his political system managed democracy you could call the economy something like managed capitalism or crony capitalism in other words there is a free market to up to a point um, people are allowed to earn money um, but in order to do so they need to have a corrupt relationship with the state it needs to be um, people need to be working closely with the state and under the under the umbrella of the state, and then they're they're allowed to to do what they do.